Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Caitlin Cracks the Code. I'm your host, Caitlin Anderson, and on my podcast, I like to ask people from all walks of life one thought-provoking question to give you access into their brain that you're not going to find anywhere else. Today is Thursday, November 10th, so I will do a quick recap of what I've been up to since I've talked to you guys last week. So I had a really fun weekend this past weekend. I'm in the process of completely renovating my room. So I got a new bed, moved all my furniture around, and I'm getting all this new stuff. So it was a bit of a mess for a second, but it is looking so good now, and I am loving my new space. I feel like this is the best way if you need to get inspired or motivated or just want to feel creative again to really switch up your environment. So my room, obviously, that's where I spend a lot of my time, as we all do. I just felt like it needed to be revamped and just a big change needed to be made. So I am going to be doing a lot more stuff to it, but it is looking so much better now. I felt like I really needed a big change with my room. It was just getting so messy and unorganized and I felt like this for a while. So finally, I decided to do something about it and I could not be happier with how it's looking. So if you are feeling unmotivated, uninspired, not creative, and you just don't like the space that you're in, my biggest tip is to just try and switch it up, get organized, get rid of old furniture, you can sell it and then use that money to get new furniture. When you spruce up your space, especially if you haven't done it in a long time, you feel a big mindset shift and it's already made me feel so much more clear-headed and creative and clear on this upcoming season of my life. So highly recommend doing that. That has been really nice to do. Still lots left to do. I still need to paint and get a few more things, but it's coming along. So also I went to Canton this weekend, which was a lot of fun. So if you don't know what Canton is, that is basically a huge trading center. There's a lot of puppies. There's all kinds of animals, actually. There's furniture. There's a lot of Christmas stuff out now, which I'm sure in December there will be a lot more Christmas stuff then. But they did start putting it out this weekend. And it's called First Monday, so it is at the beginning of the month, every month in Texas, in Canton specifically. So I just really fell in love with a ton of puppies. And if you've been to Canton, then you know what I'm talking about. There's so many cute puppies there, and now I want one. But I just don't want to commit to that right now because I know they're so cute when they're little, little puppies. But a lot of care and stuff comes along with that. And I know that I'm not always going to be around to take care of it all the time. So I'm just going to hold off until I settle down a little bit more. But I really wanted one, especially when you're holding them. It's hard to put them back down. I really want a golden doodle, but I am going to wait on that. But Canton was a lot of fun. We did a lot of Christmas shopping and there is a lot of good food there. So that was a nice time. Also, if you watch the World Series, then you know the Astros won, which I was so excited about. I am a big Astros fan. I'm from Houston. So obviously, I was really happy about that. One of the best games I've been to was a couple years ago when Altuve hit the walk-off home run against the Yankees. That was so much fun and a memory I will never forget going to an Astros game. I went to the World Series a couple years ago as well when they were there and they lost in game seven, but it was still a fun time just because me and my friend were at work and we decided to buy tickets like just a few hours before the game started, just on a whim. So that was a lot of fun to go Even though they didn't win, obviously it's still a really big accomplishment to make it to the World Series. So that was a good time. Really glad that they won this year. I also hung out with one of my good girlfriends this weekend. Her and her husband are moving to Arizona soon. So 
very sad, but also happy because I can go visit her and I've always wanted to go to Arizona. I still have not been. So we're already making plans of things we want to do when I come out. But yeah, I just hung out with friends, family, getting my room together, just had a really nice weekend. So that is a little update on what I've been up to. Now we're going to go ahead and get into the topic of today's episode, which is all about social media, how you can use it to your advantage, to make money, to grow your business, to get your voice put out there, and also how it can be a disadvantage. But we're going to go really deep into the advantages today, so let's get into it. There's really two ends to the spectrum with social media, but if you use it wisely, it can definitely be a great source of income and a good way to grow your business. And also you can reach so many people around the world that you just would not be able to reach if you were trying to grow your business in person. So social media can really take off for you if you use it strategically. So we'll get started with how you can use social media for your advantage. And I listed out a bunch of different ways that I wanna dive into to go over for you guys. So first up, it is the best way to grow your brand. Especially through video content right now, that's what's hot. TikTok, Reels, YouTube Shorts, and even idea pins on Pinterest. If you haven't heard of that, that's a thing now where you can put all of your video content on Pinterest. And along with that, I am still getting my matcha order that I posted on there from Starbucks. It's repinned like every hour. And that was back from 2020. So Pinterest is a great way to grow your brand and it's one that's usually slept on. I think a lot of people used to use Pinterest. Mostly a lot of girls, I know that that's a big thing, looking at like home stuff and even planning out your wedding and all that, but you can use it to grow your brand. So that's one to look into if you're not familiar with it. Social media is also the new commercial. So when you post consistently to whatever niche you're targeting, you're going to gain more and more exposure over time, which is going to start building up an audience. So anything that you have, if you have a product, a podcast, an Etsy template, an app, a workout program, whatever it is, a book. There's so many things that you can really promote on social media, but whatever you have, if you want to gain more exposure, then the best way is through social media right now. It's just crazy the time we're living in. Brands and companies always advertised on commercials on TV, but since so many people spend more time on their phone these days, now that's the new way to advertise is through influencers, through campaigns and through social media. The next step that comes along with growing your brand is once you start gaining an audience, you can start making money. And there are endless ways to make money with social media. Of course, brand deals, regular TikTok creator fund, which is barely anything. Instagram reels, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but yes, Instagram pays monthly for reels if they perform well. So start posting reels if you are trying to grow your brand. This is a great way to get paid in the meantime. Pinterest now pays. I was talking about them earlier. And I just got an email saying YouTube Shorts is going to start paying in 2023. So if you're making video content, really use all of these platforms and you can repurpose all of your videos onto all these different platforms. And it's a great way to grow your brand Be strategic about it and use your time wisely because you don't have to make all of this different content for all of these different platforms. You do want to change it up a little bit maybe, but you don't have to make everything different. You can repost a lot of the videos you're already making on one platform onto another, especially if it's the brand that you're wanting to put out there. So that's all the basic ways to get paid. 
but you can definitely get creative with it. You can do packages, you can do bundles with different brands. So for example, if you want to say, this bundle of an Instagram reel, a TikTok, and an Instagram story is what my set price is at this rate. And if you can work something out with the brand, then you can get paid that way. You can also set a commission rate plus your base rate. So if you want to partner with a brand and charge a base rate for the creativity and the time that it takes to make that video, then you can charge that. But you can also add in a commission rate for everyone who uses a discount code if they can give you one of those. So that way you're getting paid as a base for the video, but then also every time someone purchases whatever you're promoting for the brand, you will get paid that way as well when they use your link. Also Amazon Storefront, when people buy through your link on there, you can open an Amazon Storefront account if you're qualified. UGC is another, which stands for User Generated Content. I have actually really been loving doing this one lately. So UGC is when a brand pays you to make a video for their specific social media. So it's not you making the video to post onto your social media. You don't have to put it on any website, any platform that you have, but you just make it for the brand and it's now their video to use on whatever social media platforms that they want to. When you do UGC, you usually don't charge as much as you would if you were going to post it onto your own platform, if you've built up an audience, just because you're not putting it out there for your audience that you've built up to see, you're just giving it to a brand. But it is a great way to make extra income if you like a brand and you wanna work with them and make videos and not have to post it onto your platform. You really set your own rate and negotiate those prices. So there is no cap on how much you can make doing social media. And it's so fun because you can create any opportunity you want for yourself. There are endless brand deals and opportunities and different ways to get creative if you just think outside the box. A basic example is a brand that you've always loved. Say it's a protein that you've used forever and you've built up an audience and now you'd like to reach out to them to work together. So if you reach out to them and negotiate a price, you can work together and now you're getting paid to use a brand that you've always loved anyways. So it's really cool. It comes full circle sometimes. Two things that I do want to mention though, that a lot of times payment is not immediate. So just because you finished a video, you posted it and the brand approved it, everything's set and you put out that promotional video, that doesn't mean you got paid that day. A lot of these brands don't pay you until net 30. That's usually how it goes. Some brands are awesome and will pay you as soon as your video goes up. That is definitely more rare, but it's okay. You just have to really plan out your expenses and budget and make sure that your expenses are all taken care of because some of that money is not coming in immediately, like I said. Also, the other thing is that you don't want to forget to set money aside for taxes because tax season is always around the corner and you do have to pay on that when you do get paid for brands. Moving on to the next advantage I wanna go over is that there's a lot of cool opportunities that can come with social media. So as I mentioned before, you can work with brands that you use for a long time and now you get free products and even get paid to show them in your socials. But also there's traveling. So you can really go wherever you want for basically free. If you have a good following and you work something out with a brand and you know how to negotiate those kind of deals, a lot of hotels will give you free stays in exchange for video content because they want their hotel to be put out there and known in that location for 
that's the best place to stay. This is where this person stayed that has a following. So a lot of places you can go, which is pretty cool. This goes for all kinds of things though, like outings, events, things you want to go do, anything. You can really get creative. So also something I want to mention is when you see these influencers posting every course of their meal, if they're out at a fancy restaurant, it's usually because it's all taken care of. And if they promote it and are putting it out there for all their followers to see, then the restaurant is going to pay for all of that food and they're not paying a dime. So if you've seen that before, that's usually what's going on, which is awesome. Very cool that you can go to a restaurant and get a whole three course meal for free just because you're posting about your experience there. So that's pretty cool. Also the events that I mentioned, anything that you'd like to go to, you can really get creative and offer any type of package or promotion in exchange for a comped experience. So a lot of cool opportunities that you can do when you think outside the box. Obviously with these opportunities, I do believe the bigger audience that you have, the more followers you have, you're going to be able to get these opportunities easier. But honestly, there's no harm in asking. There's a lot of hotels that have given smaller influencers or it doesn't even matter if you're an influencer. Some hotels I've even heard have offered people that have reached out in exchange for video content free stays just because they agreed to make a certain amount of videos and also they gave them the videos for them to use on their page as well. With that being said, I do think it is a lot easier to get these cool opportunities as you begin to develop an audience just because they want it to be worth it to give you a free stay if they're gonna lose money on charging someone else. They want an audience to be able to see it in return and hopefully gain business from that, which I understand. The next advantage of social media is that you can gain daily inspiration and motivation by curating your feed because of the people you choose to follow. Instagram, you may not know this, but they do have a favorites feature on there. And I'm going to explain what that is. So basically, you just go through your following and you can favorite your favorite people. And it has a separate tab where you can go to your following or your favorites. And instead of seeing all the people you follow, all of their posts, all of their stories, it can go to the favorites feature, which shows you only the people that you favorited. So you would just see their post. I used it before, and I think it could be really helpful for someone who scrolls a lot and is seeing a lot of different posts that maybe aren't bringing them up and lifting them up and encouraging them. I don't scroll that much, so I don't really use it these days, but try it out if that interests you. Also, your podcast, the people you follow on there, make sure you have some people who inspire you to step into a better version of yourself. And a few that I want to mention that I follow that I really enjoy are The Skinny Confidential, Ed Milet, Jay Shetty, who has been killing it lately. I feel like all his podcasts have been really good lately. Kaylee Stewart, who I found on TikTok. And also some of my favorite YouTubers, I keep up with their podcast and their different socials. And that is Katie and Josh Bruckner. And their podcast is Your Couple Tea. I thought that was cute. They just started their podcast. So those are a few that I have really been liking. They are all inspirational. They have good energy. So just make sure you're following podcasts that are going to give you that daily motivation along with your murder podcast if that's what you're listening to too. You want to switch it up a little bit and get some encouragement. Another thing to do is to pay attention to what content makes you feel bad about yourself and negative. So unfollow or mute people if you have to. 
if you see a post by someone and it leaves you with negative feelings and maybe you're starting to compare yourself to others, then it's time to step back, unfollow them if you have to, and don't let your feed do that to yourself. So make sure you're paying attention to how your feed is making you feel afterwards. You don't wanna feel drained and uninspired and bad about yourself after you consume content. You really want to consume encouraging and motivated content so that it's going to spark something in you to be a light as well. When you listen to these inspiring podcasts and you see these helpful posts every day, This can really spark motivation within yourself, so that can completely change your whole day around. So who you follow really does matter. So those are all the main advantages that I came up with that really stick out to me on social media and how you can use it to benefit your life. But now we're going to go ahead and move into the disadvantages of social media. And of course, number one is going to be it can be a huge time waster if you don't use it wisely and you're just mindlessly scrolling every time you get bored, you would just want to pick up your phone and see what everyone else is up to. We're all guilty of that. It's very easy to do. But if you do need to set social media app timers, the iPhone has that now. You can also put your phone in another room. You can put it on airplane mode or do not disturb, which I do every single night. I always put my phone on airplane mode so that when I wake up, I don't even see anything on my phone. I don't use my phone until I'm done with my morning routine. And that has really helped me start my day off on a good note. So don't check your phone first thing in the morning and scroll on social media. It's not the best way to set up your day. Check your screen time too if you really want a reality check. Doing social media, I don't even like to look how long I stay on my phone A lot of it is me working and having to create content and do different things. So I'm not always just scrolling for that screen time, but I don't like seeing it. But if you don't do social media and you just are on your phone scrolling, definitely check out your screen time and see how much time you are wasting on your phone and how you could use that time to be doing other things. Also, another disadvantage is that social media can really hinder communication skills and growing real relationships in real life. So one huge thing that is so annoying to me, and we've all seen it, and we've all done it, and that is when people are out eating at the table and everyone's on their phone. If you're going to go out with your friends and sit at the table but all be on your phone, what's the point? Y'all could just text and, you know, it's basically the same thing. So when you're out with your friends or your family, it doesn't matter, put your phone down or actually I just leave my phone in my purse. I always try, especially when I'm out eating, just because it's one of my pet peeves. If you're out eating, you don't need to have your phone in your hand the whole time. Also, anytime you're in public, just take a look around you and see how many people are on their phone. Something that really made me think about this was just the other day when we voted, on election day, you can't use your phone when you go in to vote. And for some reason, I just wanted to look around and I was like, I wonder who has to be on their phone right now. And I saw a couple people because there were signs all over that said no phone usage and even people saying you can use your phone. And still I saw like a couple people using their phone and they got told not to use their phone. But it was just ridiculous. It's ridiculous these days that we can't just be somewhere and be in the moment, but we feel like we have to be on our phone. So... Yeah, when we were voting the other day, that just reminded me of how often we get on our phone. Another thing I want to mention on how social media can hinder your communication skills is 
Please don't try and have an argument through texting. This is another pet peeve. If I have an argument going on with someone, then I'm not going to text them this huge book or a huge novel for them to read and then respond back with another huge novel and back and forth, back and forth. That gets you nowhere. And usually over text, your words get misconstrued. So it never comes off the right way. My favorite way is to settle things in person. But if you cannot do that, then at least pick up the phone and call. That way you can hear each other's voice and know how you're supposed to be taking something and not just read it and not know how they meant to say it. And the last disadvantage that I'm going to go over today is comparison and feeling like you're behind in life. So social media can really do this to people when you're looking at everyone else posting their life and things that they have that you want, but you don't have yet. And if you see someone post a new car or their successful business, new degree, new house, or if they're on a cool trip, we look within ourselves and wonder why aren't we there yet? You feel so behind and that can throw off your whole day. So like I said earlier, if you are following people who make you feel behind, even if they don't intentionally you know, set out to hurt you, you may need to unfollow them just because within yourself, you need to work on being patient and trusting in your own timeline. It is hard not to do when you do see these things. I'm not saying it's easy. Comparison is the thief of joy, which I'm sure you've heard. If you do find yourself suffering from this, I highly recommend listening to my last episode too with John Gordon. I love the quote that he says in there, don't compare, you'll despair. And he talks a lot about how inner work is going to help you if you do compare yourself. Because when you're so focused on yourself and growing yourself and being the best version of yourself and doing everything you can to work towards your goals and dreams, you're not going to be worried about what other people are doing, what they're achieving. So that is a good episode for that topic. So those are all of the disadvantages that I came up with for social media. If you use it wisely, it can be a great tool to propel your business and propel your brand but also it can be a very big disadvantage if you are always on it, always scrolling, and it's just making you feel bad about yourself. So just being self-aware of how you feel, how you're using it is gonna make all the difference. Now I wanna go ahead and get into the guest of my show today. His name is Justin Resvani, and he is building a new platform, and I think it's gonna change the game of social media forever. So what it's called is Zion, and it's a community networking app. There is a huge problem though with these social media apps and I didn't even realize it until I discovered Justin and heard him talk about it. And the problem is, is that you really don't own anything on these platforms. You always say, go to my Instagram or check out my profile, but really it's not yours. You do not own your profile or your platform. You always have to log in to these platforms, but at any point, If you think about it, your account could get suspended, things you post can get taken down, or the app altogether can die as a whole. And what Zion is, is that you can own 100% of your own audience and your own platform. So you're not logging in. Justin makes a great point on how you don't own any of your digital identity. On all of these social media apps, when you think about it, you're usually logging in with your Gmail account. That's how we usually do it these days. And he says that anything that you have to log into, you technically do not own. Something I thought was really cool about Zion is that it is all built on money with Bitcoin. So every piece of content that you post is an opportunity to get paid. And this is not just for creators you follow or influencers. It's for anyone on the app. 
Just for example, say that you follow this creator and they posted a piece of content and you left a funny comment and a bunch of people thought it was really funny. They can tip you right then and there just because you posted that funny comment. So it's not just a creator getting paid for their content. Any fan, anybody who follows you, anybody on the app can get paid anytime, anywhere for anything. So I thought that was really, really cool. And there's nothing like that out there right now. So the money part of Zion is a huge thing. And also the biggest thing is that it does not own your digital identity like all these other networking apps do. You can leave Zion and take your community with you at any time, which I thought was cool. So that's a little bit on my guest, Justin Resvani. And on Zion, the app he is creating and building And now we're going to go ahead and get into my interview with Justin to hear more about this awesome app that's coming out soon. Let's go ahead and get into my interview with Justin Resvani. Let's get cracking. Justin, I understand you're building a decentralized platform called Zion where creators have full ownership of their community. So can you explain to those who don't know what the problem is with Instagram and Facebook and all these other platforms? What Absolutely. Exactly, yeah, like what exactly Zion is and then how it will change the game of social media forever. Thank you so much. So there's three basic things that are broken on the centralized web. Uh, that's your identity, how messages and data are stored, and then finally the payments. So what Zion is trying to solve for is building a system where Creators own their identity for the first time through a decentralized identifier, um, store all of their own information on a decentralized web node, have messages move within that system, and then use the Bitcoin Lightning Network for payments between their fans and themselves, fans and creators. So the opportunity here is to build a new type of infrastructure to build applications. And we see that, that as a massive opportunity, and we're very excited to bring this app to the world where creators can finally own their relationship between their fans and themselves. That is so cool. So when is this going to be available? Um, Over the next few months, uh, we're going to be launching our white paper uh, in the next few weeks. And uh, we had a blog post come out a couple of weeks ago about how this is going to be built, the technical architecture. Um, You know, building a system like this is a little bit harder than building a regular application. So it's just taking us a little bit more time uh, to make sure we build it the right way. So there's a little more from Justin on his new app that he's building called Zion. I can't even imagine all the work that goes into building an app like this, but it's very exciting and very cool to hear of the development of social media and how it's taking off. I think he's really onto something here. I'm excited for it to come out and see how it performs. He's got a pretty incredible story and it's very inspiring what he's doing. So if you want to check out more of Justin Resvani, I will link all of his socials that he still has until Zion comes out in the show notes. I hope you guys learned a little bit more about the advantages of social media and how you can really use it to benefit your life in this episode. Don't forget to follow Caitlin Cracks the Code on Instagram and TikTok at KCTCPod. I'm always welcome to recommendations or people that you want to have on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on Apple and Spotify to get the message out there and share it with more people. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode, and I will catch you guys next week.